1: From time to time I'm going to publish episodes where I dig a little deeper into a specific topic and in order to do this I will sometimes be working with brands to bring you, my wonderful listeners, a robust and complete show. This episode is brought to you by Johnson & Johnson Limited and Avino, and was recorded live at the British Association of Dermatologists Conference in Edinburgh in July 2018. The Aveeno team invited me to join them at the British Association of Dermatologists Conference in Edinburgh recently, and it was an excellent opportunity to find out what's new in skincare and treating skin issues, as well as a great chance to sit down with Rebecca Bennett, Johnson & Johnson's professional relations manager and skincare expert, to quiz her about the differences between dry skin, very dry skin, eczema-prone skin, the causes of eczema, the emotional impact and distress it can cause, and how Aveeno can help tackle dry skin. I'm delighted to be joined by Rebecca Bennett. Hello. Hello. Thank, Thank you for inviting me. Well, I'm... Oh gosh, I, you know, this is my mm-hmm. thing. I love speaking to people who know their stuff. And we are going to be talking to you about some pretty... Um, I say intense skincare issues, but I think things that people really need some clear answers to. And I feel very happy about you being the person i'm speaking to rebecca i'll certainly try and help (laughs) now we are recording this live from bad which is um the british association of dermatologists conference or bad as the cool derms call it um where well how would you describe bad first of all because we're here with johnson and johnson in your
0: role as the professional relations manager and skincare expert The uh, BAD, British Association of Dermatologists Annual Conference, takes place annually, fairly obviously, (laughs) and this year it's here in Edinburgh, and it's where around 90% of UK dermatologists join together to listen to sessions, to view posters of latest clinical trials, and to speak to the industry about the latest products and um, help that they can give to their patients.
1: Right, so... I um, want to talk to you specifically in this episode about dry skin, very dry skin and eczema. And this is after I put a post in the Emma Gunn Show Forum Facebook group asking what kind of concerns people had, whether they were suffering with their confidence, what the emotional impacts were. And what I think is brilliant is that you are going to, because we I know that you have the answers to this, really break down what the differences are between dry skin, very dry skin and eczema. And listeners, I know if you listen to this show regularly, you will know that you will know people like Nadine Bagot, you will know people like Caroline Hirons and Claire Coleman. Rebecca knows all of these people and has spoken to all of these people at length about skin, skin issues, etc. So you really are the person who knows their stuff.
0: I also spend a lot of my time talking to dermatologists and related health professionals in the area of skin and not only talking to them but listening to them as well. I've been lucky enough in my career to attend conferences um, overseas, regional and global conferences and really listen to the key opinion leaders mm. in skin care and dermatology and skin conditions mm. to make sure that um, I can give the best advice I'm able to give I would say at this point, I'm not a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. so if you have any concerns um, about a skin condition or a skin issue, then always see a healthcare professional. But obviously, I'm happy to give all the advice I can at this uh, at this podcast.
1: Okay. So what I think I really would love to just get cleared up is what is the difference between dry skin, very dry skin, and eczema? Because knowledge is power, and once you know what you're dealing with, you're able to make progress in treating whatever might be your issue so dry skin what characterizes dry skin
0: dry skin or if like sort of like normal to dry skin um, can often be a temporary measure skin that's usually fairly well behaved but because of a change in environment such as um, starting a new job or um, going on holiday um or doing a lot of swimming or a change of habit or a change of skincare can appear dry and dryness to me is um a sensation of tightness the skin is flaky it may shed off in small scales you know that sort of leg dandruff we all get when we take our black <laughs> <Leg> tights <dandruff. laughs> when we take our tights off at the end of the um at the end of the winter yeah. um that that type of flakiness and dryness it's irritating it's a bit unsightly, and of course Mm. at this time of the year everyone wants to get their skin out and all look as glowing and as radiant as possible in this beautiful weather we are
1: recording this although this will be available forever and ever and ever we are recording this in the middle of an
0: uncharacteristically hot heat wave in the uk in scotland especially yeah (laughs) um so we all want our skin to look great and that that dry ashy look the light doesn't bounce off the skin the skin more absorbs the light and so it doesn't look great it feels a bit tight Mm. it can even start to feel a little bit sore and itchy mm. and that's what i would characterize as 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 dry skin mm-hmm. um, and of course sadly as we age as well um, our skin barrier gets thinner and is less able to hold on to moisture in the skin and so as we age our skin does tend to get drier as well so it's a good idea to have a good moisturizing skincare regimen in Mm -hmm. before that type of thing can happen.
1: So dry skin is that something where if you are religious with your moisturizer and you do morning and evening for a sustained period your dry skin might knock back into the normal zone?
0: Absolutely okay you can you can treat it fairly um uh, fairly easy, make it comfortable, okay Again.
1: so if you're going from winter or spring and now all of a sudden you want to wear a short skirt or shorts or expose your legs mm. for example, it's something that you can work towards quite quickly
0: yeah i would say the best thing to do is to do it all winter as well so yeah. you don't get that horror moment when you yeah. get your legs <laughs> or your arms out um you know if you if you just adopt a really nice to use a pleasant to use skincare regimen mm. something that makes you feel good about yourself um uh, applying a really nice moisturizing lotion uh, morning and night to help stave off dry skin mm. can be beneficial not just for the skin but the psyche as well mm. oh absolutely the self-care
1: element mm. of applying body lotion completely undeniable so then you've got very dry skin yes so what's the difference between dry and very dry skin
0: i would classify very dry skin as the sort of dry skin that hangs around a bit more Mm -hmm. it's not quite so easily dealt with Mm -hmm. and it can start to feel sore and it can even start to itch and you may get the occasional red patch as mm-hmm. well. Um, this type of dry skin may have more of a genetic link than an environmental link. We all know we lead um, very dehydrating lives at the mm-hmm. moment with central heating and air conditioning, um, airplane travel, et cetera, et cetera. It's very, very dehydrating for the skin, um, but very dry skin may well have a genetic link as well. So if mm-hmm. you look at your parents' skin or even your grandparents' skin, if their skin was dry or dryish, yours may well be too. Mm-hmm. And And so this type of skin um, isn't necessarily as easily dealt with because the skin is more sensitive, the skin Mm -hmm. barrier is a bit more leaky, and so it can't hold on um, to moisture as well as a normal skin barrier can. Mm.
1: And we're talking about um, skin on the body, obviously, not skin on the face but um, it's interesting when you say leaky skin barrier because leaky makes me think wet <laughs> but obviously it's, that's the complete opposite it's like leaky in this context is the moisture evaporating exactly, out of the skin
0: completely yes that's exactly um, exactly what happens I mean you know what, what we all want is a nice strong healthy skin barrier mm-hmm. which will keep the moisture in our bodies mm-hmm. and stop potential allergens and bacteria penetrating through the skin mm-hmm. and so um, to maintain a healthy skin barrier sometimes you just need a really good moisturizer sometimes Sometimes you need a bit more of a moisturiser to do Mm -hmm. that, especially if your skin is very dry.
1: And then we have eczema. So, what is eczema? What is the skin that affected by eczema characterized by?
0: Eczema is another step along the continuum, um, if you like. Eczema is characterized by inflammation. Mm -hmm. The word eczema actually means to boil. It's from the uh, Greek word to boil. And I think that's really um, a great way of describing the sort of inflammation that you Mm. can get with eczema. This sensation of heat and redness and itchiness and soreness. Um, it's a chronic condition, which means it's a long-term condition. And normally, you're managing the condition rather than um, treating it. There's right. no there's no magic bullet for eczema, I'm afraid. Um, it's about managing the condition and making sure you're looking after your skin as best you can.
1: Mm. And talking about eczema specifically, because in the Facebook group, the vocabulary around it and how people feel and are affected by it, it, it goes a al- lot... I mean, dare I say it, it's not skin deep it really can knock people for six in terms of confidence and how they feel
0: completely if you think how um how visual a universe it are mm. we are we're in at the moment um everyone's uh, hyper concerned about the way they look the image they're portraying and presenting um anything that goes wrong with the skin can be deeply deeply distressing mm. and um I, nobody should nobody should feel bad if they feel bad about their skin. Mm. It's it's far more than skin deep. It can really affect the way you live your life. Mm. It can affect the type of job you do, um, the, the sort of places you go to, the relationships you have, the holidays you go on. Mm. Eczema sufferers, their skin can often be um, irritated by chlorine or sand or salt. Um, So, you know, sort of beach holidays and swimming holidays may may well be... And heat, I'm guessing. Yeah, absolutely. Some benefit with heat and some benefit with cold. Eczema is a really tricky disease to pin down and can be very personal to the sufferer.
1: Right. So, I guess my question is, why and how does it start?
0: Eczema has a genetic component and it's a part of a triad of diseases, three diseases, three conditions um hay fever, asthma and eczema, and they're all linked. Mm-hmm. So if you have one of these conditions in the family, you're more likely to suffer from one of the other conditions as well. Um, we have the um, triad in our family and I personally suffer from asthma and hay fever. I don't get eczema but my son does get mm-hmm. a little bit of eczema. So the, the conditions are are conjoined. There's a genetic component in there as well. Interesting. But Basically, the issue with eczema is that skin barrier that we were mentioning mm. earlier um, is very leaky. It's very, um, it's it's not solid at all. It does allow a lot of moisture out, which leads mm. to the dry skin, and it does allow the penetration of allergens. And um, people with eczema are often hypersensitive to the allergens that penetrate through the skin, leading to the development of flare, which is these ultra itchy red sore mm. patches. And obviously,
1: when your skin begins to itch, the last thing that you should do is scratch it,
0: right? Yes, definitely. I mean, it's impossible. How can you not scratch an itch? I mean, you know, itch-scratch goes together. Um, There's lots of great advice about how to manage things like itch and other um, side effects with eczema on patient help websites such as the national eczema society website Mm. which is Mm www.eczema.org and um, they have hints and tips about dealing with things like itch and how to go on a holiday with Mm. eczema and manage your eczema on holiday too obviously the links will be in the show notes
1: thank you um but so what are the treatments what can you do if you have eczema if you have dry skin if you have very dry skin and you want to tackle it what are your options is it all topical
0: with all the conditions, dry skin, very dry skin, and eczema, the um, the best treatments are to moisturize, moisturize, and then moisturize some more. Mm-hmm. Um, the right moisturizers will help rebuild the skin barrier to allow it to rehydrate from underneath so the skin will become more comfortable mm-hmm. it will become less dry, um, less tight. And even in eczematous conditions, by helping to um, repair that skin barrier, Again, you can help the uh, eczema not go into flare, not get that to that red, itchy phase, and um, keep the eczema at bay for longer.
1: Mm.
0: And sorry, it's not all topical. There are other drugs that you can take for severe mm-hmm. eczema mm-hmm. but a lot of these are still in the de- developmental process it's a great time for eczema there's quite a focus on eczema because there are these new drugs coming in for mm-hmm. severe sufferers
1: there were, there were uh, people in the facebook group who were saying that they have to deal with eczema in their children mm. and how do i deal with a fl- with a flare-up so even just to be able to say you have to keep them moisturized you have to keep their skin try and rebuild that barrier that's a
0: yeah absolutely i mean eczema in children i can't imagine there's anything more distressing Mm. than seeing your children itchy and hot Mm. and sore um, because of eczema and of course you want to do the best thing possible Mm. to to help them and again i would say moisturize 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 all the time Mm. even when there's no um sign of eczema even if the skin doesn't even look dry you've always on the you could always sort of move into, move into flare if you, go, if you come across the right trigger. But by moisturising the skin and maintaining a healthy skin barrier, you can really help protect from flare.
1: And we've talked at great length about this in the past, but you obviously work with Johnson & Johnson. You have Aveeno, and they use the colloidal oats, and you're you've seen everything I mean you go to the BAD conference you've seen every single topical solution you've spoken to every single dermatologist but you rate Aveeno really highly
0: I do and I'm not alone in rating Aveeno really highly as well Mm. we get some great feedback from people who've used it for um, all levels of dry skin condition the colloidal oatmeal um, has a long long history in skin benefit way way back to Victorian times believe it or not Um, And the benefits of the colloidal oatmeal, as science has caught up with um, with stories, if you like, we're now able to see all the different components of the colloidal oatmeal, which can really help the skin, dry skin, um, to to repair itself and uh, maintain moisture levels in the skin. Um, So colloidal oatmeal is a fantastic ingredient. And Aveeno, the brand, has been around since the 1940s using all the benefits of colloidal oatmeal, the clinically proven benefits of colloidal oatmeal in clinically proven products. Mm. Um, Johnston & Johnson is a pharmaceutical company and we stand by everything we say about our products. Mm. And this is completely borne out by the wonderful testimonials we get from people who have used it. Because I think when you think of oats... I don't think about moisture.
1: I think of a dry. <laughs> I think of dry oats. Yeah. So I don't immediately think. Well, if I pulverize those, that's my skin <laughs> sorted. But it's but it's amazing how, like you say, old. There were not old wives' tales, but these old remedies and things are all harken back to
0: using oats absolutely they it it comes up again and again and um, as I say we now know that there are special components within the colloidal oatmeal that can actually help reduce itch and redness Mm. and inflammation Um, and this specific component is unique to colloidal oatmeal Mm. and of course if you've got a hot itchy scratchy child Mm. um, it's a great benefit to be able to put something on that's going to soothe the skin as well
1: yeah so are we talking about what what can the Aveeno products treat because there are two different
0: types aren't there There are two different types of Aveeno products. There's the skin relief range, Mm -hmm. which is perfect for very dry, sensitized skin. Mm -hmm. So the skin that's moving into redness and soreness and itchiness, etc. And there's also the daily moisturizing range, which is perfect for dry skin as well to maintain that level of healthy skin Mm -hmm. that we all want.
1: Because I think what I really like about these products is i think when you have anything that you feel needs extra special attention so the listeners know i have thinning hair i have very fine hair and i one of the reasons i resisted using a specialist shampoo or a specialist treatment for a long time was because i didn't want to have to use something different i wanted to be able to see an advert on the television look at the whoever was using it who looked absolutely fabulous and i wanted that i wanted to buy that but I needed something different. And what I think I like about Avino is that it's not, it's got all the wonderful benefits, but I'm still
0: buying something quite luxurious and, that's a pleasure to use absolutely it's it's lovely to mm-hmm. use and obviously in the industry i work um mostly in there's all sorts of different moisturizers and emollients out there oh yeah talk and me through this because i love
1: I, the breaking down of the different types of moisturizers etc i love the way you do it okay there. are um, sorry i'm going to interrupt her now listeners she's got all the science <laughs> and all the
0: know-how but she breaks it down in real vocab which i really appreciate <laughs> off you go off i go um the you can break moisturizers down into almost like three different categories and um, what we call simple moisturizers are things like Mm -hmm. the um, scientific name for them is occlusive moisturizers Mm -hmm. so they occlude the surface of the skin and they just hold moisture in the skin well I always think if your skin's a bit dry there's not a lot of moisture in there to be held in Mm -hmm. so you need something more Mm -hmm. than a simple moisturizer than than an occlusive moisturizer
1: and what would the characteristics of an occlusive moisturizer be would they be very thick
0: yes they'd be quite greasy Greasy, and sticky Mm -hmm. Um, like uh, liquid paraffin mm. and petrolatum etc these are occlusive moisturizers mm. and if they're high up in the list of ingredients on your moisturizer then you know it's a fairly occlusive product.
1: Is that the kind of thing that if you were to put it on your forearm for example mm. rub it into your form and then run a tap over it you'd see it almost look slightly waterproof?
0: Yes okay. exactly exactly Um and i mean you know they they're of benefit Mm -hmm. um they're not necessarily the most pleasant to use especially in this hot weather they might make you feel a bit sticky Mm -hmm. and as i say you know if you if you're dry you haven't got a lot of moisture in there to be held in anyway And so then we can look at more sophisticated moisturizers. And sophisticated moisturizers will contain humectants as well. Mm-hmm. And humectants draw moisture from the atmosphere and from the lower levels of the skin into the upper levels of the skin where it's most needed. Mm-hmm. And humectant ingredients include things like glycerin, uh, urea, sorbitol, etc. And so the higher up these ingredients are in your moisturizer, the more humectant, the more sophisticated your moisturizer is. Mm-hmm. There's a further class of moisturiser, which I like to call sophisticated plus, where you've got the sophisticated moisturiser with a high level of humectant ingredients, which are introducing moisture into the dry skin um, and adding extra ingredients, which are of direct benefit to Mm -hmm. the skin such as colloidal oatmeal such as Avena which I would class as as a sophisticated plus moisturizer Mm -hmm. because you've got high levels of humectant in there but you also got all the myriad benefits of colloidal oatmeal which are really adding something to the moisturizer and adding something to its benefits for your skin
1: yeah so it's kind of yeah like you say sophisticated plus it's drawing the moisture in doing all the right things but then it's
0: also a delivery system for something. Absolutely, it's holding the moisture in the skin, it's helping to repair the skin barrier, it's got these special compounds to um, help manage itch and redness mm. and so it really is a multi-purpose dry skin product. So the do's of dry skin, very dry skin and eczema
1: are moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. Absolutely. Is that the same with eczema? It's not counterintuitive because I would again, coming from a place of ignorance here. If my skin was bumpy and was flaring up, I, I wouldn't, my instinct is not to put anything on it. But that is me being wrong, I believe.
0: <laughs> if, you're, if, if you believe you have eczema, then you should go and see a healthcare professional mm-hmm. and get a diagnosis of eczema. So everybody knows what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And when eczema is in flare, a healthcare professional will often recommend or prescribe a steroid cream mm-hmm. to help manage that red itchiness, to help develop, help damp down that inflammation Mm -hmm. but as soon as the inflammation goes and actually while you're using the steroid cream as well you're always moisturizing right as as someone who suffers from eczema you just moisturize all the time
1: Mm -hmm. okay what are the don'ts what are the absolute
0: do not do this if you have eczema just okay There are different things that we can look at not doing, whatever level of dry skin we've got. If you've got eczema, I mean, obviously, it's fairly obvious to say avoid your triggers. And you will know what these triggers are. They might be heat, they might be cold. Mm -hmm. They might be strawberries, they might be tomatoes. They might be a particular bath product or a particular lotion. Um, They uh, might be wearing woolen clothes. There are lots of different triggers. Um, Pets.
1: um, Interestingly, you mentioned food, and that's come up a lot in the Facebook group. If if you think food is a trigger should you have a food intolerance test is that the only surefire way to find out rather than just thinking oh gosh every time I eat potatoes I flare up
0: I think you would probably know if you flare with different foods okay um and I think it's probably easier to potentially exclude the food as long as it's not an essential food Mm. group um Excludes the food for a short time and then reintroduce it and see if you flare. Um, I think food intolerance tests have their benefit, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend them as a first line of diagnosis or treatment. Okay, that's really interesting. Sorry, you were talking about the other domes. (laughs) Um, Yes, with eczema, yeah, avoid your triggers. We mentioned food, um, some pets, heat, cold, etc. But get to know your triggers, Mm -hmm. get to know your eczema. Um, Work with your body rather than against it to try and help manage your eczema symptoms, mm. and moisturise, moisturise, moisturise.
1: And nothing, there's no quick fix, there's no magic bullet. I'm afraid just... not.
0: I'm afraid not. We all wish there were, although I'd probably be out of a job. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yes, it's about knowing your body, knowing your triggers, mm-hmm. knowing your condition, and um, almost... it sounds really simplistic to say embracing your condition but it's just a part of you yeah like your eyelashes like your eyebrows like your toenails and just learn to learn to manage it and live happily with it
1: I remember being at school and there was a girl in my class who had really quite bad eczema and she had it on her hands and as is the want of young girls she was savagely bullied about Mm. it And I think one of the things that was levelled at her was the um, idea that she might be dirty or that it might be unhygienic or that it might be catching, which I remember even then thinking, gosh, that's quite horrible (laughs) because no one would go near her. Um, That's not the case, though, is it? Eczema is not caused by any kind of hygiene issue.
0: Absolutely not. In fact, the hygiene issue is a really interesting one because we know that the incidence of eczema has increased by two to three times in the past decades mm. um, in industrialised countries. And there are lots of different theories as to why this might be. And one of them is the hygiene hypothesis mm. that we're all too clean these days and <laughs> we're, we're not exposed enough to um, different pollens and bacteria and allergens, etc. Um, so absolutely not. Mm. Eczema sufferers are completely not dirty it's 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 something within you as i say like the color you inherit the color of your hair or the color of your eyes from your dad or your grandmother yeah. and i'm afraid eczema may well be one of the ones you inherited too yes but it's nothing you did it's it's, it's nobody's fault mm. it's just there yes but it can be managed it can be managed it can be managed well look mm. up some um hints and tips as I say on the National Eczema Society website Mm -hmm. there's lots of information on the Avena website as well to um, help people manage their dry skin there are some other tips if not for eczema sufferers per se but for people with dry skin and or very dry skin and one of them is to avoid very hot bars and showers because we know that one of the important um uh, components of the skin barrier, the cement, if you like, that holds the skin cells I knew you together. Were about to say cement. I love, I cement. love Rebecca's do the description about the
1: cement. I love this, the way you describe it, because it just makes it so clear. The, um,
0: the skin barrier, if you like, is like a brick wall, where the skin cells are the bricks, and uh, the cement surrounding them hold the bricks together. And in uh, dry skin conditions, this cement can be lacking or even missing, mm-hmm. and so the skin, as I say, loses moisture more easily and is more prone to um, alert allergens Mm. and this cement is actually water soluble at high temperature so if you're taking long hot baths and long hot showers and you're actually washing out the cement that's holding your skin barrier together yeah um and so although we know that a long hot bath with lots of Candles and wine and everything is it extremely good for the soul. It's not very good, 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 not very good for the skin. Or a podcast. I'll, I'll excuse you every yeah podcast, great <laughs> idea. Um, I'll excuse you every so often, but certainly not on a daily basis.
1: So I use at the end of all of my showers, I blast the cold water on for about a minute. Ooh. you would say that. I a bit would say
0: <laughs> you're mad. <laughs>
1: So you don't. So it wouldn't be a case of having to do that. I do that to stimulate my lymphatic drainage system. Thank you very much. And then vagus nerve, but um, and also just because it wakes me up. Mm. But um, it's not about going freezing cold. It's just about taking that lovely warm hug of
0: heat out of the shower. Taking that. uh, If you're red when you come out of the shower, then it's far too hot. Mm. Um, If your skin
1: feels, if if the skin on your body feels tight when you come out of the shower, should you think ah, it's probably a little bit too warm?
0: Yes, and you'll probably be using the wrong wash product in the shower as well. Mm -hmm. It's especially if you've got very dry skin, and certainly if you've got eczema. um, Look for moisturising body washes as Mm -hmm. well. Um, Even if you've got dry skin, they can be very comforting and really help with the um, benefits that you're then putting on the skin with the moisturiser. So look for moisturising body washes. Avino have a a number with the colloidal oatmeal in.
1: Are there any um, ingredients
0: that you just absolutely should like? Should you be looking for foaming? Bubbles aren't great if you've Mm -hmm. got dry skin. Um, Bubbles usually mean, not comprehensively, but usually mean a fairly high level of detergent. Mm -hmm. Again, whilst you're washing off the skin oils um, that you may not want, you're also potentially washing out that cement again. So it's about protecting your skin barrier and using products that respect your skin. I love that. Products that respect your skin
1: good choices and choices and these are choices that are much easier to make than one might think especially on Um, the high street yes
0: absolutely Um, large chemists and even large supermarkets etc have a great range of uh, products suitable for dry and very dry skin Mm -hmm. Um, obviously if you're have a diagnosis of eczema you're discussing your emollient choices with your healthcare Mm -hmm. professional but again there are some great products even for eczema sufferers out on the shelves Thank you.
1: I feel like I really understand the topic so much better than I did. Thank you so so much. Oh, you're really welcome. Do I have to stop now? <laughs> I no, <laughs> You can keep talking forever, Rebecca. Or I could quiz you for life. But what I really like though is the fact that it's and it's completely normal. Mm. It, it can affect anybody. It's not something. Obviously, it can affect people's confidence, but. I like the fact that I feel it's been normalised. And I hope that anyone who's listening to this who either has eczema or is coping with somebody you, you love who has eczema, I hope they feel comforted by the fact that when we put this out or when I put this out in the Facebook group, so many people came back and said that they had issues with it. So no one's alone and there are resources and products available. I think which is fantastic to know. Good. I hope we've helped. Well, thank you for fitting me in at BAD. It's been a delight. <laughs>